and welcome everyone to KSQD Santa Cruz at 90.7 FM. I'm Patrick Hart and you're listening to our show, What to Be, where we interview inspiring people and highlight their careers. What to Be is a program provided by Your Future is Our Business, a Santa Cruz County nonprofit that helps students explore careers through programs such as college and career expos, panels, and other work-based learning activities. Please note that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or your future is our business. The information provided during this program does not reflect its career in its entirety. And today I have the pleasure to speak to Yvette Lopez-Brooks, who is the new executive director at Your Future is Our Business, as well as the mayor of Capitola. Hi, Yvette. Hi, Patrick. Hi, thank you very much for taking the time to help do the interview today. Absolutely, it's my pleasure. Awesome. Yvette, do you mind please briefly describing your career journey for us? Absolutely. So I attended UC Santa Cruz and majored in sociology and education and thought I wanted to be a teacher. And shortly after graduating, I had the opportunity through networking and just by chance to run into somebody who worked for the Santa Cruz County Office of Education. I was lucky enough to be offered a part-time kind of like temp position at the front desk of the county at the county office and then was offered a position in human resources and what i found at that time was what i was making in human resources was the equivalent to what a first year teacher would have been making at the time i was already severely in debt from 4 years of university and decided not to pursue my teaching credential and stayed at the county office or human resources for two years and then was offered a job as the executive assistant for the North Santa Cruz County SELPA. The SELPA is the Special Education Local Plan Area and my role was to support and oversee the compliance monitoring for students who were on IEPs or individual individualized education plans of students with disabilities. And so I did a lot of data management, a lot of project coordination and so forth. While at the county office, I was able to meet some extremely amazing, wonderful people and um, became friends with a woman named Martine Watkins, who asked me to run her campaign for Santa Cruz City Council something I never had done before and had any experience in doing, but I was previously on different boards and supported a lot of student-driven initiatives throughout the county. So I said yes and ran Martine's campaign in, in her successful election. This was in 2016. So on the same day that Martine was elected into office was the same day that our previous President Trump was one office as well. So if you remember, Patrick, it was quite the time. There was a lot of momentum for more women to get involved in politics. And so in 2018, I was I had a wonderful lunch with Kristen Peterson at the time, who was the city councilwoman in Capitola. And she said, hey, Beth, I think you need to run for office. I forgot to mention that I was working full-time at the county office. I'm a mother and a wife, and I already pretty much considered myself to have two jobs, but full-time jobs. And I said, well, sure, why not? I'll run for office. So simultaneously, while doing those other things, I ran for office and won my seat in 2018 for the city of Capitola. I'm the first Latina to ever hold office in Capitola, as well as the only, the seventh woman to ever have a seat. So won my seat. I'm still at the county office. And 
you know, in 2020, we had a, a pandemic begin here all over the world, a worldwide pandemic. And it was time for me to kind of explore some other options and really tie in the kind of my, my role of providing support to families, not just in my political career, but in my professional uh, or my other professional career. And so I started looking at different jobs. I really needed something that would allow me space for holding office and for being a mom during a really challenging time when I was homeschooling and my kiddo, because we were in lockdown for so long and was told that this position as executive director for your future as our business was open. And I applied and was so blessed to, to be given the opportunity to be here today. Well, that's really awesome. And congratulations on just a, a wonderful career so far, you know, doing the meaningful work with the County Board of Education, right? And, and congratulations on, you know, what you do for Capitola. I think someone told me that maybe it's just for Santa Cruz that the mayor is not an elected position, that they're how does that work? Or that maybe that that's, they want to change that now that they're nominated by the city council? You're right. You're right. So the, the role of mayor, mayoralship is somewhat honorary. It is a rotation every year within the cities. We have four cities in Santa Cruz County, and we all kind of follow the same model because we're small. We have not ever been tasked to looking at whether we should move it to a individual vote or an individual position to vote on. There's a different way to say that. I don't have to think about the right term, but Santa Cruz, the city of Santa Cruz has decided to move in that direction to no longer have the mayoral ship position be appointed. It would, in fact, would go to the voters. Similarly to like San Francisco, Santa Clara, Oakland, really these larger cities who need a mayor to kind of dedicate their entire service four years is the term, the entire term to, to holding that one position. So I mentioned that the position here for the city of Capitola is four years. And so you more than likely, if your peers decide to, they can say, all right, you would be the vice mayor and then move into mayor. Um, and that happens every December. Okay. And do you want to talk just a little bit about what that looks like for you? Like you're, you know, what's required of you, I guess, as mayor? Well, so being on city council is not a full, well, it's a full-time job, but we are paid $700 a month and it's not something that most people, at least in Capitola, hold, you know, without having a, a career, unless you're retired and have that. And that's kind of what we've seen reflected over, over some time where folks have just more time on their hands. As mayor this last year, I've had the, the opportunity and privilege to, privilege to really bring some, some great initiatives forward, such as creating a code of conduct for not just council members, but our planning commissioners. I've also allocated dollars that towards implicit bias training for council members and all staff, including our police. Our police are only required to go through implicit bias training every five years. And I changed that to an annual training. The other sort of fun things I've done is really, well, not fun, but really important is restructuring of our parks and rec department. For a very long time, the city of Capitola didn't really focus its funding on social services. We often leave that, and other cities here do as well, leave that to the the county of Santa Cruz. They have the departments and they have the staff and they get the federal dollars. 
we, so we would often say if you needed something like mental health services or to deal with homelessness or things like that, we, or children's services, you could go to the county. For me, that read me the, the wrong way because I think it was, it's our, I believe it is our responsibility at the, the city level to also support our families. And one of the things I truly believe in, and this is also why I applied for this position as the executive director, is that we have to invest in our kids at a very early age in order to see the positive incomes and to see positive impacts across our county or across our city or worldwide, right? We don't invest in our kids and we let them struggle. They're not going to turn around and be um, successful in their adult lives. And so in 2006. 2016, no, 2018, excuse me. We at the city of Capitola increased our transient occupancy tax or TOT tax. And I brought forward the, the ask, and this went on the ballot. We needed to get more than 50% of the votes that a percentage of that increase would go towards a dedicated children's fund. So when we have things like the pandemic, where we had to cut all discretionary funding, that those dollars could not be cut because they were reserved dollars to support our kids. That ballot initiative passed. And because of that dedicated children's fund, we at the city of Capitola were able to create an after-school program or yeah, at a school program for essential workers during the pandemic. We were able to offer childcare during the pandemic while families still had to work. We were the first ones to kick that off. Um, and then other cities and the county followed in our steps. The other great things we get to do with those dedicated children's fund is offer additional after-school programming in our elementary and our middle schools. This also helps us when we apply for grants through our police department for tobacco um, prevention advocacy, which we were just allotted funding to, to, to continue that. So I'm really proud of that initiative, and I'm really proud of our city for recognizing that we have to pay attention to our families and our kids so that we can be a prosperous community. Yeah, that's awesome. And also congratulations on the the new policy that you've implemented on the the bias training for the police department. I just think that's really great. Thanks. Yeah, and Yvette, do you wanna talk a little bit about what you do for your futures our business as the executive director? Absolutely. Well, I touched a little bit on it about, you know, kind of what's my driving force. Your future is our business was founded in 1993 by a previous school administrator. And over time, that kind of was the continuation, the model of the leadership that was taking place in your future is our business. And I um, do not have that background. As I shared before, I am not, you know, I have just a bachelor, not just, but I have a bachelor's in sociology and education. And so one of the things that the the board of your future is our business recognizes that I could bring other things to the table. But your future is our business in and of itself is to support all schools or all students on their career exploration journey. And that could look like many different things. So to kind of give you a quick synopsis, each of our schools districts receive money and grant money to facilitate these kind of career explore, um, exploratory opportunities for their students. And that can look like many different things. But if you've worked in the school districts, you know that if you get state funding or federal funding, there's a lot of boxes you have to check. And some of those boxes include career panels or career speakers or mentorships or internships. And that's where your future is our business comes in. We come in to to supply those kind of work-based learning experiences for students. So we contract with these school districts 
to provide those services. So in the last month, I was hired on August 1st. I have been learning all about those different contracts that we have with our school districts. But above and beyond that, what I've been able to learn about this organization is it it surpasses just those relationships with our school districts. What we're seeing throughout the county and throughout the state is is this incredible buy-in from different organizations who are recognizing that they, that our workforce is changing and we're losing a lot of our workforce and that it's important that we start early on with our students and giving them those skill sets and those transferable skills so that when they enter the job market, they can go into any career that they may be interested in. So some examples of additional partnerships that we have are with with Cabrillo College and with a group called Gear Up at UC Santa Cruz. We are working currently with expanding a partnership with the Santa Cruz Public Library System. I am working closely with the county parks of parks, county parks are friends. It's something that I always get that mixed up. I'm so sorry if Mariah is listening, but she is going on this huge, or is going to be applying for this huge grant. And we're hoping to be a, a prong of that, that funding to support them in uh, mentorships. S5C is another organization out of the County Office of Education, and they actually focus early, early on in students uh, who are in third and fourth grade. So we have our pulse on a lot of different things going on in the community. And the biggest takeaway from all of that is the way we're able to do so is with the participation and support of our community partners and businesses and people in these 15 recognized California career sectors. So we often, we call them links. We rely on these links, these people to show up to be these career speakers or mentors or interns. And so a lot of my time is networking and and creating this kind of mass organizational contact sheet. We call it the phone book of people that we can reach out to. My goals are that eventually this kind of mass networking document becomes this live entity on the internet. We started this a a year ago, but because of funding and it takes a lot of work on the back end and constant monitoring, but we're hoping to receive funding from Santa Cruz Gives, an organization here locally, to support Links Santa Cruz so that if you were in a school and you needed somebody in the trades and construction field, you can go to Link Santa Cruz, see all the people who said yes, want to be career speakers and be able to contact them versus, you know, going through us as a third party. So that's a big initiative we're working on and I'm hoping it comes to fruition soon. But that's just an example of some of the things I've been doing since August 1st. That sounds like a lot, (laughs) but a lot of good, a lot of really good stuff. Mm -hmm. Super important. And not to mention, you know, the radio show, what we do at the radio show and, you know, a lot of people I interview just, you know, they love to share just how important they, they, they feel what we're trying to do with this, with this program, with the What to Be show is, and, you know, yeah. just in the value in it. And we couldn't do it without them. I mean, this is why we're, why we've been so successful for such a long time. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. And it's just great to be part of and really, you know, we're really honored to have you on here as our new executive director. So congratulations. Thank and yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yvette, do you want to talk, you know, you, you do a lot. Do you want to um, talk about some of the environments that you work in? Are you, and then that's maybe changed, I guess, in the last year and a half or so, maybe you're working more remotely, or are you still out in the community a lot? I know that 
the art and wine festival went on you know last weekend right and it was off the year before um, yeah yeah there's you know i i think it's a little 50 50 we're still seeing numbers rise it with with the pandemic throughout the county and because my kiddo is only seven she's not vaccinated so i try to be careful about how much interaction i have with the with the public we just had our first wi-fi ob board meeting and it was virtual but we're hoping to have an in-person retreat in about a month a little over a month so you know I, I have the pleasure and the luxury of working from home right now. And because of that, I'm able to be in a lot of places at once. And so I, I it is definitely a luxury, but it also allows me to do a lot. <laughs> um, and, and what I mean by that is take, you know, beforehand, I could imagine I would try to travel to San Lorenzo Valley High School to meet with a principal to, to get things locked in for upcoming career speakers and then have to go to Santa Cruz City Schools, one of the high school, you know, so, you know, it, it takes away a lot of that empty space of traveling time, but it definitely makes me fill up my, my calendar a lot more. So it's a little bit of give and take. But besides that, you know, I, I just last night for the city of Capitola, I was able to make a mayor's proclamation that October would be college and career awareness month. Hmm, Um, And what's really exceptional about that is that each city in the county is going to have, or each mayor in each of the cities is going to do the same proclamation. And, you know, beforehand, I wouldn't have been part of those conversations of really highlighting the importance of supporting our, our youth in, in their career pathways. And because I was part of those conversations and able to network, this kind of idea was coming to fruition. I was able to help implement it. And because of my role as mayor and, you know, that that's just a really cool thing because now the entire county understands that we have to kind of focus some of our energy on on supporting our students and so i'm really proud of that that was something we i just did last night and then you know there's just a lot of other kind of fun things the watsonville rotary is a sponsor and donor to your futures or business and they had a little dinner and they invited me so i got to network there and meet some great people including some of our board members in person what i didn't say patrick though is that you know we in addition to all of those things that i get to do as executive director the other kind of extra elements there in your future as our business is that we do have a governing board. Our board of directors, our goal is to have a representative of in each of the 15 career sectors. And so far we're at 12. So we're doing a pretty good job. And then we have yourself and Jesse Gonzalez, who is our, our, you both are interns. So you help the organization thrive and continue. And then we have an educational partner, Mary Goggle, and two other contractors who help in our larger contractual agreements with our school districts, Karen Lemon and Sarah Ferguson. So it's not just me running the show. There's just a lot of people who help keep the wheels moving. Okay. And for those who are just tuning in, you're listening to the What To Be Show on KSQD Santa Cruz, 90.7 FM. I'm Patrick Hart, and I'm speaking with Yvette Lopez-Brooks, who is the executive director for Your Future Is Our Business, as well as the mayor of Capitola. Yvette, do you mind sharing with us some of your favorite projects that you've worked on or are currently working on in either one of your uh, current jobs? 
Yeah. So with your futures or business, one of my, I mentioned one of my goals is to really get this link Santa Cruz idea created and and thriving and and moving forward. And what that takes is funding, right? And we are lucky enough to be a nonprofit that's supported by our school district. So our, our dollars come from those types of contracts with them. But more importantly, we, in order to continue our work, we need some operational fund, operations funding. And so I've been working on a couple additional grants with Santa Cruz Gives and with the um, Capitola Rotary, doing fun events like, again, a little tie-in. We are in Capitola are going to have the, we call it the Beach Festival now, but it used to be the Begonia Festival. And there will be a float during the nautical parade on Saturday uh, night, which is tomorrow, September 25th. And if our float is the best, we get to, they have decided that the nonprofit to receive that money will be your futures, our business. Um, Some other kind of fun things is the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk is having a chili cook-off here in October in a few weeks. And the proceeds of that event is going to be given to your futures as our business as well. The other kind of big vision I have for for your future as our business is that we have the in the past given scholarship dollars to students and t- attending either a trade school or a post-secondary like a college or community college. And often those dollars that were given out came from our annual luncheon, which is going to be in March. And we've set that date as well. And depending on how many tables were sold during our luncheon is how much we were then able to to give out in scholarships. And what I'd like to do is ask the community, and I'm working with another few other agencies to kind of backfill those, those dollars or to match those dollars. So for instance, since Beach Boardwalk is going to give us dollars from their chili cook-off, that gives me leverage to ask other organizations to do a match or something like that. Because what I'd like to eventually see is that our scholarships increase over time. If just or if Patrick, if you remember, if you know you're in school, how expensive school is, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yes, a $200 or $500 scholarship is meaningful. But can you imagine if it was $1,000 or $2,000 yeah. that could can make a bigger impact? And so my goal is just to start with 20 $1,000 scholarships, 10 for students going into the trades and 10 for students going into college. That's so that's so my big thing. I've got until March to do it. So I'm taking that challenge on. And then with the city of Capitola, what I'm working on is continuing my mayor's town halls. And so I have those on a monthly basis and I just, I'm scheduling out October with 3CE, it's our Central Coast Energy. Just a fun fact, our energy, even though you get a PG&E bill, actually our energy comes from the Central Coast or 3CE, the Central Coast Energy Organization, and it's clean energy. We were able to, at the, I sit on the, the, the board and there's a lot of moving parts with all of that. And so there's a lot to learn. There's a lot of programs they offer to support people who want to um, go above and beyond in providing clean energy or, or supporting clean energy in their community. And so that will be my town hall in October. And then November, it would be with our Santa Cruz County superintendent of schools, Ferris Sabah. And then in December, fingers crossed, if his calendar opens up, we'll be with our Congressman, Jimmy Panetta. Oh, very cool. Well, you're pretty busy. (laughs) 
And what advice or resources can you give to students who are interested in pursuing a career, whether it be in, in politics or with what you do with your futures or business? Yeah, the, the advice I would give is that careers path are not so linear. So in other words, that, you know, when I went to, was in high school, I attended a medical magnet high school. And what that means was that if you were there, you were, you had the opportunity to explore different jobs in the medical field. So at that time I was like, well, I want to be a doctor or whatever. Um, I started a nonprofit in high school, health education, nonprofit. I was like really driven in that direction. And then I got lucky enough to go to UC Santa Cruz and I was like, oh no, maybe I want to be a teacher <laughs> and maybe I want to be a psych psychiatrist or maybe I, and it was constantly changing. And then I graduate and then I was like, wow, I have no idea what I'm going to be doing. I was bartending down in Capitola Village and just so happened to meet somebody who was looking for, for someone to hire at the county office of ed. And so now I'm an elected official. So my path wasn't so linear. My decisions constantly changed. I took different fork, you know, when the forks in the road occurred, I went one direction and sometimes I went the other direction. And, but the whole time I kept true to myself and really what I want, what I believed in. And that was to support our community because I really understood that we, in order to continue to continue this way, I had to give back and to, to do something. And so for the students listening, you know, you don't need to be matter of fact about who you want to be 10 years from now, because you could be that plus 15 different types of other things along the way, you know, life is very, is fluid. And, you know, depending on what's going on in the world and where you are and who you're around definitely influences all that, but just to stay true to, to yourself. Yeah, that's great advice. And yeah, definitely perspectives change, you know, as we get older and things around us change. And, you know, I think oftentimes if, like you were saying, you know, if we listen to ourselves and do the next right thing that, you know, that things can work out. Yeah. yeah. And, and what about advice for someone who is unsure about their career path? You know, that's kind of what our goal at Your Future is Our Business is about, right? We want to give students and, and kids the opportunity to explore as many jobs and careers as possible. Like I said, in my path, in my experience, and it's it's not even over, right? Like it, it's going to continue to change and I'm going to have different jobs in the future. So for those who are not sure, explore them, try them out. It's okay. I was raised to believe like you need to work at this job, get really good benefits, and hunker down for 40 years until you retire, right? Mm -hmm. Like that is kind of how, I mean, the my generation, I would, I, and I'm making too many assumptions here, but that I was raised to what I was raised to believe in. But in reality, if I count all of the jobs I've had, I, that I don't have enough fingers and toes. I think I'll have to include yours, Patrick, <laughs> um, to count all the jobs I've had. And that has helped you create and evolve my experiences and who I am today. So I most certainly encourage people to try, try things out, look, seek internships, seek mentorships, 
network, reach out to me. Um, I am so easily accessible. You can email me and you will get a response directly from me so that you can, you know, land where you want to be. You have to give yourself the opportunity to learn. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't just happen overnight. And so again, your future is our business is here to, to support students in discovering all those things and learning all of those things and those skills that they'll need in their careers down the line. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that, Yvette. And thank you so much for being a guest today on the show. It's an honor talking to you and I'm excited for you, you know, in your new role here. And is there anything else you want to leave us with? No, I just look forward to continuing my path as the new executive director for Your Future is Our Business. And thank you, Patrick, for all that you do and for bringing voices forward to our community. It's so, so important. And I really appreciate all that you've done. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. And yeah, thank you again. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to today's career story with me, Patrick Hart, on our show, What to Be, with today's guest, Yvette Lopez-Brooks who is the executive director for Your Future is Our Business and the mayor of Capitola. If you have any questions or would like to share your career story with us, please send us an email at whattoberadio at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed our show, please join us again at 90.7 FM, KSQD Santa Cruz at 7 p.m. on Sundays and streaming online at ksqd.org. Or you can find us on major podcast streaming platforms like Spotify. And please visit our website at yfiob.org for more information about your future as our business. Thank you very much and see you next time.